Hello friends, and welcome to another episode of Jackknife Chicken Trust. I'm your host, Joel Cox. In this week's episode, I'll be going over a few things I learned this week, and also a couple things to think about in your week. So let's begin. I bought an RC plane last week on the advice of a friend of mine, who told me I'd probably have a better chance of flying this one than the one I already had. The one I was buying had a flight stabilizer in it. This allows the plane to actually basically fly itself in a straight line. If you're not that good at flying, it allows you to learn how to control the plane. It had various stages of stabilization. It also allows you to take off a lot easier. My first flight was a success. I flew on a site, I flew around the park, and I landed. I rushed home to put my first person view equipment onto the plane and tried to fly a first person view that night. I failed miserably. I didn't have everything set up properly, so I decided to come back early the next morning and fly. This also proved a mistake, because I got in the air, I started flying around in a circle around the field, and couldn't see. I flew around the heads of one of the couple of houses in the area, and came back, and landed. I barely missed some power lines as well, because I couldn't see. I decided to get a better camera. My third flight wasn't much better. I went out to the other field I like to fly, with my quadcopters. On takeoff, I didn't get a chance to put my goggles on because I lost the plane. It went over the treetops. I pulled back on the six and pulled to the right and hoped for the best. Fortunately, the plane came back and I landed in the field. My fourth trip, it was even more of a disaster. I went out the Churchill Golf Course and decided I'd fly out there. Plenty of space. Wouldn't have to worry about anything. Wrong. I flew my plane out. I came back. I thought I did a 180 degree turn, but in actuality, I did more of a 90 degree turn, or 125 degree turn-ish. I started flying out, and started losing reception quicker than I thought it would. I immediately cut the throttle and pushed the nose forward to land in the field. I then spent the next hour and a half looking for my airplane in the wrong field. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't find it. And at one point, I thought I heard it in the bushes nearby. When I went to check the bushes, a deer jumped out. Apparently it was hissing at me to get me out of the way. Unfortunately, I, I didn't know what was going on, and when I tried to step back, my, my foot landed in the ditch, scraping up my, my ankle really badly. I then decided that no, there might be a possibility that I broke my leg. I automatically started making up a, plan, a game plan for how I could hobble, crawl, or get to my car. Because anybody that could give me any help was a minimum of half an hour to 45 minutes away. While panic mode set in, I realized maybe you should check your, your leg to make sure it's not broken. I then put weight in the leg and it didn't hurt too much other than the, the seeping blood that came out and all the scratch, all the scratch, scarring. I then decided to check the DVR footage one more time and realized the tree I was looking for was not in that field. It was in a different field altogether. I then went to the other field and found my plane. A little worse for wear, I managed to get home and clean off my injury. I then realized, growing up, I had a lot of these injuries as a kid, scratched myself up. I had tons and tons of scars on, on my body, mainly from either work, play, or both. I realized that for a while, my favorite bandage was duct tape and a gauze. Lesson learned. Always have a backup plan when going out in the middle of nowhere. And try to let people know where you're going in case you don't show up. Unlike that guy from 127 hours who ended up a 
cutting his own arm off to get free. Another thing I want to talk about is how many lines of code are involved in your day? Going to school for programming, I learned how to write different programs in different languages, such as C, C++, Fortran, PHP, and all the likes. But the other day while I was, dri I was driving into work, I realized how many routines are ran in a single day that I interact with, such as my cell phone waking up in the morning, such as my smartwatch telling me when notifications come in, such as the computer I log into at work to type up and run queries and reports, all the code from the antivirus and email servers, and the bank accounts that you interact with when you swipe your card. All this is ran by lines of code. Back in the day, there probably weren't that many lines of code. Nowadays, there are probably billions if not trillions of lines of code that interact with you on a daily basis that you're unaware of. Then there's also the thing of the routines you go through on a daily basis. Technically, those are former programs. They might not be a computer language, but there are routines that you've gone through with conditional statements and so forth. It's just something to think about. Everything we do is a form of a program. And I will bid you adieu because I've run out of things to talk about. Hopefully you have a good week. Tune in next week for another episode of Jackknife Chicken Trucks.